0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and thank you for watching the hydrologic and climate assessment. I'm Aaron Wilson. Uh, This is the report for April 30th, 2020 uh, and this is brought to you by the State Climate Office of Ohio and the Department of Extension at The Ohio State University. Uh, As always, we hope everyone is staying safe and healthy during this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, From a weather perspective, we've certainly dealt with some cooler weather over the last couple of weeks, certainly cooler than we should be uh, this time of the year, and we'll get into some of those details and a little bit of the horticultural aspects, horticultural impacts that we've seen from this cold weather. Uh, This was a a part of a sunset that I captured about a week ago uh, at Battelle Darby on the west side of Columbus, southwest side of Columbus here. Had to get out for a little fresh air and no better way to do that than to hit one of our parks across the state. So as we look at uh, this uh, this week's U.S. Drought Monitor report, this came out this morning, uh, released uh, Thursday, April 30th, valid uh, through Tuesday of this past week. Uh, generally, all the drought conditions are located out west. So we've got some extreme drought at red shading there in Northern California, uh, and and. Uh, Southern Oregon as well. Uh, Dry conditions stretching out into the Four Corners region. We've got some uh, improving conditions in Texas, at least suppressing the worst of the drought to the southern portions of the state, and then across the Gulf Coast and into Florida, uh, where it's been very exceptionally warm and and exceptionally dry as well. But closer to home, not too much of concern, although we've got some areas that have dried out here in 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 the short term, and we'll talk about that as we move forward. As far as our differences compared to average, I mentioned the cold weather that settled across the region. So you can see our departure from normal. That is the diff- difference between uh, our 1981 to 2010 period. A lot of greens indicating uh, temperatures in Ohio here, anywhere from two to four degrees below average. A couple of locations over the last seven days, certainly dipping down in that eight to 12 degrees below average. Um, a few days ago, but we've, we've since moderated just a little bit in the upper right. you can see temperatures over the last thirty days have have been two to four degrees below average again, uh, some isolated locations down to six degrees below average. So despite our fifth warmest winter and our eleventh warmest march uh, for Ohio, the last thirty days have been relatively cool, uh, and that's brought down the sixty day as well. so we're only a couple degrees one or two degrees above average over the last sixty days. Uh, according to uh, these maps here. Uh, If we're looking at this week's precipitation, it's been a rather wet week for a large portion of Ohio. Anywhere where you see the yellow shading, that's two to three inches of rainfall, generally for areas south and east of I-71 there. um, We've seen a little bit lighter precipitation to the north of that region and certainly much lighter conditions as we get a across the far northwestern counties. If you remember this time last year, we were starting to deal with those very, very difficult spring conditions, uh, especially from a planning perspective. Uh, So it seems like the the tide has kind of turned a little bit. Uh, It's it's certainly wetter in the east compared to the northwest uh, this time. So you can see over the last seven days, well below average precip here across uh, say Wood County, uh, back into Henry County and up into Fulton County area, but much above average precipitation here over the last seven days, closer to the Ohio River. Some places getting up four times the normal amount over the last uh, seven days. We can look at our community collaborative rain, hail, and snow network and certainly pull a lot of information. I just picked one day here uh, ending on April 26th, a few days ago. You know, we've had several kind of widespread precipitation events. Uh, this certainly dropped, uh, quite a bit around central Ohio, which has been the theme here, uh, for 2020, a lot of rainfall in central Ohio. You can see the, on the table on the right hand side, this is the March through April, uh, top 10 Coco Ross stations and what they've been reporting just in this two month period. So close to 15 inches there in Reynoldsburg, uh, down in South and East of Columbus, but a lot of central Ohio, Delaware County, Franklin County, Licking County. Locations uh, really seeing uh, quite a bit of rainfall over the last, uh, say, 60 days. And if we look at the comparisons to normal here on the 30 day, again, if you're north and west of I 71, it's been a bit below average precipitation wise over the last 30 days. If you're south and east, it's just the flip of that. We've up to 130, maybe 150 times uh, percent of normal, excuse me. But if we look at the 60-day, that dry condition's really been isolated to those far northwestern counties and maybe isolated spots in Ohio. But much of the region, especially central to east-central Ohio, uh, looking at anywhere from 150 to 200% normal over the last 60 days. So again, we're kind of looking at these regional differences in our precipitation across the state and even across the broader basin of the Midwest here. Uh, looking at, at different conditions, a little bit drier as you go farther out west, which remarkably, considering how wet the Dakotas were, uh, they're looking at, you know, getting some plantable conditions, uh, if not now, pretty soon. So, so quite a, quite a change in that part of the country. If we look at the calculated soil moisture ending on April 29th, you'll notice that Western Ohio extending out of Indiana is now in that white shading. So that's 30 to 70th percentile, which indicates, you know, pretty much average conditions in terms of soil moisture ranking. There's uh, soil moisture is a lot less. It's a lot, not as moist as we were sitting at this time last year in 2019 so that's good news for our west central southwest and northwest ohio folks on the flip side again we've got counties in the east that are above that 95th percentile meaning it's wetter than 95 percent 95% of the historical record uh, for this state here across the eastern county so we, we've got a big difference uh, heading from from the eastern side of our state to the western side of our state uh stream flows are pretty average for this time of the year again reflecting a little bit drier conditions in the northwest wetter conditions across the southeast especially in the upper left hand corner that's the seven day over the last 28 days again that long term longer term dryness uh 30 to 60 days is starting to show up a little bit in the stream flows a little bit below average for this time of year so that that's um you know something to note here it's certainly not any conditions where we're getting into drought or anything like that. Uh, Really what it means is that soils are probably a lot better shaped than they were this time last year and certainly those folks could use that that bit of good news. Now as we look at the week ahead uh, we still have a couple of opportunities for rainfall. We've got through you know for basically the eastern half of the state a very soggy Wednesday night and Thursday morning here. Cool conditions here again on Thursday just just mostly in the 40s but as we head into Friday conditions are going to improve and then even more so on Saturdays, we've got a high pressure in the southeastern US, we're going to pull up a warm front across the region, and temperatures are going to moderate uh, quite well. Uh, as we head into Saturday. Unfortunately, uh, we'll have a weak cold front go through on Sunday. It's going to bring the opportunity for a little bit of rainfall, especially the southern half to southern two thirds of the state. And then again, we're going to see some white precipitation probably roll in here Monday night and Tuesday across the state as well. So if we look at the weather prediction, seven day forecast on the, on the precipitation, wherever you see that blue shading there in southern Ohio, that's a quarter of an inch to one inch of rainfall. That's about average for this time of year. We should see eight tenths to about an inch rainfall again our northern counties are going to stay a little bit on the drier uh, than uh, average side of things so again that's pretty good in terms of you know th- those folks that want to uh, want to wrap up some field work and, and working the ground uh, spray down and, and getting out into the fields to plant corn and soybean for sure so uh, on that on that note uh, from a precipitation side things look pretty good. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like we're going to be able to shake this cooler than average weather. Uh, we might warm up briefly, like I mentioned this weekend, or we will warm up briefly this weekend. But again, we've got you know this period from May 6th through the 10th. The Climate Prediction Center paints a, a nearly 100% opportunity probability, greater than 80% for sure, of seeing below average temperatures. Now, let's put this into context now. We're getting into the first week of May. Normal temperatures here in Ohio are in the mid-60s to even low 70s with overnight lows in the mid to upper 40s. So below average temperatures could mean upper 50s and low 60s with overnight lows, again in those 40s. Certainly not as warm as we would like it, but we're not likely talking some catastrophic cold here. It's just this lingering annoying uh, cold for those of us uh, that really wanna see that spring weather and, and conditions really warm up so we can really push along emergence of our corn and soybean. The good side is you can look at the right-hand side, and confidence is at least slightly elevated for below-average precip again on that western part of the state. So those conditions there, uh, even though it's been a little bit of dry dry of late, the soils are probably gettable. They're in really good shape here. Uh, so some of this, you know, opportunities when it's not raining uh, to get out there and get get the field work finished and get planting well underway or finished. Probably opening up here in the next five to ten days, despite the cooler than average conditions. The new outlooks for May came out this week from the Climate Prediction Center as well. And again, the models are really just kind of lingering that colder than average temperature probability uh, across the Great Lakes region. You know, it's kind of kind of interesting. Uh, we come off a of winter with very little ice on Lake Erie, for instance, so you would expect a very uh, perhaps a, a, a A warmer or more rapid warm-up to our spring temperatures. But you know with the damp conditions and the cold soil temperatures and and the like so temperatures are really lagging a bit here and then the overall long what what we call the long wave pattern is really suggesting uh, more of a ridge type condition in the west where you get dry and warmer air, uh, more of a troughiness probably uh, across the eastern portions of, of the United States here and certainly across Ohio. Again, there's an indication that this doesn't really come with an elevated probability of precip. if anything, a little bit dry across the northern part of the state, and then even more so as you head up into the bulk or the center of the Great Lakes there. So in total, we, we, we look at a May that's likely to be a little bit on the chilly side, much like April. Of course, our our, our temperatures will be warmer, but they'll be cooler than average, uh, with a slightly elevated probability, at least as it stands now at the beginning of the month, for drier than average conditions across the northern part of the state. So our ag highlights this week from Cheryl Turner, uh, indicating uh, uh, 2.7 suitable days of field work this past week. Uh, There was work taking place uh, to work the ground, spray the weeds, uh, spread manure, fertilizer, and and tiling fields and such. Uh, Some folks decided to go ahead and get out with the corn and soybean planting, certainly beginning last week. Maybe the cool conditions uh, slowed things down just a little bit, and certainly, I mentioned some freeze damage. You know, we lost uh, pawpaws, for instance, across the southern counties. We've lost some of our peaches uh, coming in. Strawberries tend to tend to look okay. Uh, we lost some varieties of grapes; those that are grown across the southern portion of the of the state. Uh, we did have some nip and burn on, on some wheat and some alfalfa, but not any extensive damage here in Ohio thus far, at least what's been reported. So, yes, we've we've suffered some freeze damage, but not catastrophic by any means. So, as a summary of conditions, uh, speaking of horticultural interest, this is a, a beautiful photo from Kenzie Johnston. To his, Extension Educator up in Delaware County uh, with her own peach blossoms here uh, in in her backyard. So just a beautiful backdrop, and and hopefully we'll get some more of these sunny days in here, uh, certainly to to get the conditions improving a bit. But from a drought monitor standpoint, we're not really monitoring much drought, although the northwest has been drying out quite a bit, uh, which is something we'll monitor as the heat starts to crank up, certainly. But we're, we're not concerned. Uh, as of right now as a climate recap again dry in the northwest wet south and east and it's been generally cold across the region but we expect a little bit of a moderation in temperatures active pattern this this week and this weekend and into next week frequent storms not necessarily heavy rainfall uh and then you know again our temperatures even though they'll moderate a bit they'll still struggle to get to that normal or above normal range so with that, you can always find out some more information. If you, if you wish, you can visit uh, visit State Climate Office of Ohio's website at climate.osu.edu. We have incredible partners throughout the region, uh, from NOAA's uh, Central Operations Center uh, to the USDA Midwest Climate Hub, Climate Portal, na- National Drought Mitigation Center. All of our federal and state regional partners really help us Uh, do what we do. And and we we really think that the Midwest is is in good shape and in good hands uh, from a climate perspective. So until next week, I hope everyone stays safe, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.